What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here today on another podcast. Um, first and foremost, hopefully everybody is doing all right, especially on the east side of, so far at least that I know of, of the United States right now as some of the smoke that's been going on um, somehow lingered from Canada and has made its way around the upper part of the east, northern eastern part of the United States as it traveled all the way down here in Virginia. And, uh, well... Yeah, we had a nice little taste of it. I mean, it was kind of crazy just to walk out and just see, whoa. I mean, it's no different than any other wildfire because we had like the dismal swamp type of thing before. And that's kind of what happened as well. And so, you know, that's kind of about the same feel and the same, you know, interesting just look. It just was like, wow. I just, I never saw the air quality this bad like that before, but at least in terms of memory, suits me. But in any case, <laughs> hopefully everybody's doing all right, and hopefully it's getting better, especially for my uh, cousins and family up there in New York City. Um, you know, they got the they got hit with worst of that. So thought I would bring that up a little bit. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. But the um, other than that, uh, we have some interesting conversations going on within gaming, especially since we have the Summer Game Fest that's on its way as of yesterday. And has showcased, I mean, geez, a breathtaking amount of games to look forward to within the year and next year come, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so there's there's a lot in store for that. As we discussed last time, right? You know, there was a lot of stuff that could possibly happen in the Summer Game Fest here. And, uh, yeah, it suffice there. Also, with an NBA, you got the games going on right now for the Miami versus the Nuggets. As then they have another game that's going on tonight. So that's that's going on as well. Some stalk within the Mets and a surprise, interesting altercation that happened. Not really altercation, but a very interesting move that happened in soccer. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit some soccer. You know, I love me some football, the actual football, you know, Americano football. Sure. But, you know, football is the actual football that is soccer. So we're going to talk a little bit of them about that and as well as some more information <laughs> but we begin today with gaming so summer game fest happening again like i said before yesterday it's going on throughout the week <clears throat> so you're going to have a lot more information it's going to be coming on through possibly today tomorrow over through the weekend as well as probably in the beginning part of next week Considering the fact that we probably still haven't heard anything from Nintendo, because I know pretty sure Nintendo's going to have a Nintendo Direct. Again, if they're going to treat this like an E3, even though it's not, suffice to say, they probably will make some kind of announcement come next week. They usually tend to do that, I would say, either Monday or Tuesday sometimes. Because, um, again, you, you got to probably, whatever, share share broadcast space and all that jazz. So, not to mention, of course the um the floor space in terms of trying out any of these games so yeah if you're familiar with the whole e3 type of feel for it that's kind of sort of where that's kind of going right now but summer game fest did not disappoint when it came to certain games that was announced certain games that was unexpected and some that was just like never thought we would need <laughs> let alone even be made uh, to start it off was uh, an announcement of a new game that we didn't think, because I know this specific title has been um, been a game that has been around for a while. Of course, I had a movie about it and everything like that. But also, um, that we were waiting for a remake of this certain title game. But it looks like they did a new type of, you know, entry into the series. Um, and it's, it looks like a really fun entry, a different take on it on a more 2D side-scrolling kind of feel, but man, the combat looks sick. This is Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Yes, so this is another entry into the Prince of Persia series. Um, so it looks cool. Um, definitely has a lot of, you know, combat-oriented, a lot of cool mystical power-ups that you can do with the said character that's happening here. Um, so it's, it's pretty dope. Um, it's very modern looking too as well, so you could, you could definitely look at that obviously by the design, hair, and feel and everything about the game. The game is pretty much slated to come out around January 18, 2024, so we might get more gameplay. Obviously, this is June, so we might get some more gameplay and some more information as it progresses throughout this year. Because again, that, that's basically the first month of 2024, so 
anything's possible. But definitely with the trailer that was given to us, very much was sick. <laughs> it was dope. The next one is more gameplay footage of Mortal Kombat 1. Again, to emphasize, technically, this is supposed to be Mortal Kombat 12, but you know, they said, let's reboot it and let's restart it all over again from the storyline that left off from Mortal Kombat 11 and went into Mortal Kombat 1. Now, granted, the characters itself look cool and amazing. Seeing off the gameplay footage of it, the fatalities, <laughs> all of it. Um, but it was interesting because you might have noticed certain characters were coming up in the background, right? For instance, some of them which I do some assist type look of, well, assisting, right? Pulling off different types of combos as the, the primary character that you're playing as is doing other stuff as well. But then also when they do their super, the super itself kind of um, pretty much has the whole um, character, like whoever the camo character they have, the cameo character would come in there and kind of do like some series of attacks and then you follow up with your super attack. So that's pretty cool. And I guess that's kind of what their whole combat is in here because you can pick your primary character and you can find a can't you can pick a cameo fighter whoever that character may be on the roster um and you can put them in there and go from there so you kind of got yourself an assist character have i ever seen this happen in mortal kombat i don't think so um there's the latest mechanic um again obviously if you've been playing a lot of fighting games for years it kind of reminds you of something from like marvel versus capcom uh specifically probably well kind of almost any of them I mean, I know I, I was going to lean a little bit towards Infinite because I say that because with Infinite, even though that's not what's going to happen here, it would allow you to bring in the character, like when they do the assist character move or whatever, then they turn around, you can actually switch with them as they're doing the combo. That's not what's happening here, but you get your, your gist of, you know, you getting an assist character doing, helping you out with some comboing. So that's, that's pretty sick because at first when I saw it, I was like, because they went more in depth with it. Uh, with the creator and everything about it once they showed off the trailer i was like it, are the characters like part of the level or something because <laughs> i was just like why are they just showing up out of nowhere just like yeah let me just you know infiltrate this battle right here by just racking up this person right here and all that stuff like that but yeah they showed off raiden they showed off sub-zero and their moves they showed off scorpion katana Jax, uh, melina um, so they had like all the different characters showing off and uh, Johnny and so They were they were showing off all those characters and it, I mean they look pretty good. I mean the movesets were like sick I was like, oh snap <laughs> um, it's, That's pretty sick actually I mean given the fact that Mortal Kombat, you know is definitely probably one of the most bloodiest probably fighting games known to mankind again you can date it back to when it first came out back when they pretty much didn't have any <laughs> ESRB ratings on the game. You could thank Mortal Kombat for that as being one of the games that pretty much say, hey, you know, let's add some rated rated things to the game to let them know how this is. Is it rated E for everybody? Can a six-year-old play this game? No, I mean, they can, but how would they feel when they see, I, mean, I don't know, skulls coming out of people's bodies, getting smushed, being split apart all different types of things now now of course it's probably a little different now because nowadays uh, i mean kids can play as young as like five years old playing some of these games so who knows but growing up that was one of the things that was people had their little bit of a, a cautionary thing on them so yeah times fly times fly different time um they also again showed off the release date for it as well as scheduled to be released september 19 2023 so that is one game we go very look forward to coming out in the early part of fall so that's gonna be pretty sick so that's that's dope another game here that definitely of course i'm biased is obviously one of my favorite series of all time and favorite characters um it's dealing with a game that you know i guess people suffice to say we already had a 3d game of this uh, but now they, i guess the team that they're working on in this game is going back to the 2d roots of this set character but also doing a whole 3d look for the character it's kind of weird right it, you know they got done doing a 3d game of this character 
and now they're going back to the 2D route, but the whole game itself is 3D. It's weird. Nothing more than Sonic Superstars. So, of course, you know, some people probably, especially if you've been following the series for, for so long, um, Classic Sonic has been pretty much put in ever since, and in terms of a 3D dimensional sense, ever since Sonic Generations. And when that game came out, people lost their mind, right? And it was enough, though, you saw modern Sonic come out, dashing around in this white abyss area that had some checkered board platform that kind of you know symbolized green hill zone obviously right but we didn't know because that was off of a teaser trailer next thing you know this man is jumping in a circle and then you see a miniature version of himself and i'm like who's that is that his kid no <laughs> <I'm stop. laughs> but it's his classic sonic so it was so unique at that time when it first came out and i was like whoa and then even when the game came out fully and you're playing through green hill zone in a 3d dimensional sense i was like dude this is sick right pretty sick indeed even for him going through not only through his older stages like chemical plant or sky sanctuary you're going through levels that happen in like the early 2000s such as um speed highway or city escape or seaside hill and then going to the modern sense of the games that, that came out at that time frame was sonic 06 with crisis city yeah <laughs> and rooftop run and planet wisp so it was pretty interesting seeing him going through that and transition from that. And then they brought him back again to Sonic Forces. That happened. That game came out around, what, 2016, 2017? So, you know, even though we were all trying to figure out what was his placement in there, of course, if you played um, the Sonic Mania game that came out in 2017, you were able to actually play as him in that game because you had the Phantom Ruby and that whole lore that happened along with that. Even though you only played him maybe a couple times in the game, I digress. The point is, is that you've seen him at least two times in a 3D type of space. Now you get to see him again here in a 3D world attribute space. And it looks like it has, you know, I guess new stages. It's not redone stages that have been used as, I don't know how many times now. But you get to play with this new type of level. You're going through like these islands in here. And it's funny how they first showed it off where he was stashing through um, I think it was, probably was like a Green Hill Zone kind of. Um, and then he went to a 3D world and came back and went back into the 3D world. That was a little teaser there. But then you see Fang on the left coming popping out. And we haven't really seen him, depending on what you play, whether it was Triple Trouble or <laughs> Sonic the Fighters. <laughs> it's just being one of the cheapest characters in the game that the man has an actual gun in the game. Cartoon gun <laughs> that shows off like, what was it, Quarks? You know, not bullets, but corks in its own wacky cartoon type of feel. But the man was so cheap because you could just stand from the other side and just shoot that off. And it's just like, dang. But anyway, yeah, he makes an appearance in the game as well. But now here with Sonic, you're pretty much gets to go through this different world. And it's really unique. I mean, you got him rail grinding through vines and stuff, which is pretty sick because you don't really, I don't think you ever saw that in the classic Sonic. You saw that more in the Sonic Adventure and Sonic Advance series. That's kind of what I was getting the vibe from with this. And I was like, well, that's pretty sick. Uh, you get to choose between Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, and Amy, which is funny because again, Amy was put in the game due to Sonic Origin Plus that came out not too far, or at least I think it's supposed to be coming out if it hasn't already within this month, I think, um, if my memory uh, receives me. And she's supposed to be a featured character in there. In her 2d sprite form type of thing now you get to play as her in a 3d form and i was like sick so and this again new worlds different type of gameplay especially since you get to utilize what it says to be the chaos emblems you don't get to go you know i mean you could probably go super probably i'm pretty sure but you get to use each individual chaos emblem so i'm looking like interesting Right, because it's funny, if, again, if you follow the series like that, you know, the only person that'd be kind of manipulating the emerald like that is like Shadow when he does Chaos Control. But now you can actually utilize these emeralds to different methods, right? It's like almost using Infinity Stones. <laughs> and it shows like with Sonic running on the wall or him going up a waterfall and all that jazz. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, so I'm excited for the game. Um, it looks really, really sick. Um, I know some people are probably have mixed feelings on this, like, oh man, we want another 3D Sonic game. Well, well, we just had Sonic Frontiers, and not to mention that game's still being updated with DLC and stuff, so... Suffice to say, that's kind of what's going on right now with that. It'd be a while before we get another one, if anything of that nature, but... 
we have this. So that's it's pretty sick. Definitely looking forward to this one. This is coming out in the fall of 2023. Uh, my guess could probably, yeah, I mean, who knows when how long they've been working on this. So, yeah, most likely knowing them, they might do it in November. I would say, I, I mean, I want it in a f September, October. Give it to me early, but, you know, they probably try to wait close to Christmas on this one, so it wouldn't surprise me. But um, anyway, then you have The Lies of P. Um, there was a game that shows, I guess, character with Pinocchio as he's going through the uh, city of Krat. <clears throat> and so it shows off some um, enemies, um, the parrying system, and all different types of attacks that you can probably play with this character too. Uh, the game comes out in September 19, 2023. Then there's this other one with Alan Wake 2, where, um, again, if you ever played the first one, which I guess has been long time since the first one came out i didn't get to have a chance to play this one but um the uh i guess this one this is a horror film or horror title excuse me and they actually gave us a clip of um, a lady that was in there because it kind of gave you some more or less like a uh, resident evil type base style gameplay and uh, she was like wearing an fbi jacket and she was going to this abandoned building and then next thing you know there's like a deer that runs by you know it's like one of those little jump scare type of methods and then you have like this mutant looking one <laughs> it's like sorry enough you got the deer but then you got this mutant walking one that's walking to you and actually chasing you down and then you got to shoot it down and i'm like oh that's funny <laughs> so um it looks interesting though um looks very interesting indeed uh that game comes out october 17 2023 then they showed off in the middle of it some more news with spider-man 2 which they happen to show the cover, which the cover is sick. Obviously, kind of sports the whole red background from the first Spider-Man too, but now has both of them up there on the screen, on the cover, and it's like, dude, they look so clean doing the spider web that you notice on Peter. You know, you get the black web because of the venom, and you see uh, Miles with, you know, of course, his white web, but also on the back of him, you got his like electrical fist that's behind him too. I'm like, dude, this is sick so sick and so they showed off a little bit of some cutscenes and everything uh not cutscenes, more or less some of the drawing concepts of it such as showing like um peter going against the new villain and then peter and miles going up against venom and i was like oh man wait until we play that scene that <laughs> that's gonna be sick <laughs> that's gonna be sick i mean at the night scene and everything like that looking forward to that as well so they showed us a little bit of stuff from there um, and kind of went in a little bit of detail talking about, you know, the gameplay and showing how the map is a little twice as big. I think the guy was saying, uh, the, for the lead director for it, for Insomniac was talking about, uh, Brooklyn, Queens, I think Manhattan as well as being one of the parts of it. So it expanded from the past two games, obviously. And so that's pretty big, you know, New York City, if you look at it on a map, it's just, it looks so small, but when you actually go to New York City, it feels so big because it's so widespread. <laughs> so it's pretty unique seeing that. Um, but they actually happen to tell us something that they didn't tell us when this was shown off in the PlayStation State of Play. The release date. <laughs> and the release date, which, I mean, they did say it was coming out this year. so in the fall. Um, I was thinking again November because, you know, why not? <laughs> But they're slated to have this game come out on October 20th. I was like, hey, yo. <laughs> you know, it's not early fall, but it's right there in the middle. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you already know this day one right there. We're picking that up. Physical copy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the cover. I mean, I, I, I get some people who want the digital, but this, this one looks too sick to just not just... You used to get the physical if you have the system obviously if you got the digital version of the ps5 then you have no choice but you get if you have the physical copy or you have the physical system ps5 do yourself justice and you go get the physical copy of the disc you know what i'm saying so we might get a little bit more gameplay and a little bit more stuff on the horizon for spider-man 2 but that's pretty much the biggest part about that i didn't expect them to give us that <laughs> what like about what uh, a week and some change after they have the state of play that's that's kind of interesting 
Kind of weird though they didn't announce it at the state of play, but I guess they wanted to make it dramatic <laughs> at the Summer King Fest, maybe? I don't know. But that's pretty sick. But you know what was also interesting that I didn't expect to happen was that, um, <laughs> what was it? The, um, there was a game with, um, I think it was it from uh, Yakuza actually. Yakuza has a, um, another game which is interesting too, Like a Dragon. Um, it's not obviously called Yakuza. Um, now it's now the title is going to be fully called Like a Dragon. But it looks like it's Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Which happens to not only bring off, it's another spinoff, but brings in Kiryu, who is pretty much one of the characters, pretty much the lead characters of Yakuza. Um, but now under the code name of Juru at a temple, so it shows a little bit of some gameplay, some of the you know traditional style gameplay style of the game, and I was like, well, that's pretty sick, and um, showing off the whole Yakuza feel for it and everything, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. <laughs> it's it's pretty sick, um, and I was like, okay, hmm, interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's coming out there. Um, so that's, that's pretty sick. Um, yeah, but that's coming out around November. So that is November 9th is the, um, title for the game. So that's, that's going to be coming out there. So you can definitely get your hands on that game as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, another one, which was Street Fighter. Street Fighter happened to, you know, it's funny because the game came out, what, last week with Street Fighter 6, and the game that they have it for, um, they have some kind of DLC already in the mound for Street Fighter. It was a DLC that I think nobody would probably expect it as a, as he joked on the TV, was talking about, no one had this on a bingo sheet because I didn't have it on it, <laughs> that, you know, we probably would get, you know, eventually we're going to get some announcements, some characters, I mean. Look, Evo's not too far away, so I wouldn't be surprised if we don't by then get any announcements of some DLC for characters for Street Fighter Six. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all in the slightest. But we were thinking that probably may have happened here. Well, half yes, half no. It's DLC, but with <laughs> costume base. It was Exo Primal, a game that's coming out pretty soon um, in July 14th. So it was like a collaboration with the game, and I'm like, hmm, okay. Um, shows off a robotic Ryu and um, doing some other stuff, fighting against dinosaurs, ex primal dinosaurs, and I'm looking like, okay, that's a bit weird. I mean, then again, Ryu and them beat up cars and stuff like that, I guess. Why not beat up dinosaurs, I guess? I, I, I don't know. But, um, but in a robotic Ryu so that's something I guess if you want to get that then uh, go right ahead other than that that's uh, it <laughs> that's really it from that announcement um, another one if you happen to play this game a lot is Dead by Daylight uh, talking about that Nicolas Cage is going to be the character you could play as in the game yeah it was even so much that he actually came out and talked about the whole journey itself being part of this game so yeah um so they have that chapter coming out and that's coming out july 25th so that's interesting there too as well um the other ones were um they showed off a little bit of us and other stuff too the um announcement of i guess it was like Baldur's gate 3 uh, never tried the game before um i haven't never tried it so it's out there that's a game that's came out there too um, they showed all Twisted Metal debuts on Peacock. That comes out on July 27th. They showed a little bit of some scenes of that and a clip of it. So I'm like, okay, we'll see how this goes. Um, then they have this Marvel Snap mode that they have for the phone, which I'm like, okay. Cool. And it's supposed to be a card game base anyway, but it's supposed to come out June 13th. That's it. Call of Duty happened to have a new map that came out. So, you know, for season four, it's Bondell, I believe was the name for it. It's supposed to come out on 14th of next week. So, 
yeah it's themed around because they have like a soccer stadium a zoo a castle kind of reminds me of like the stadium that happened in um warzone one but now you can actually go well in that one you could actually go inside of it because there was an update that happened afterwards that allowed you to go inside of the stadium because in the beginning you could only just go on top of the stadium and just shoot around there so that's that's pretty cool uh, Path of Exile 2, they show gameplay of that as well, so that looked like a pretty sick looking game as well. Um, that came out, that comes out July 28th, it's an RPG game there too. Um, they showed off The Witcher Season 3, so hopefully you've been following that off. They showed that off as a trailer, at least that's what I got on the notes. And um, the, the other one was Witchfire. Um, I haven't played that one, um, but that one comes out at least you get early access to it September 20th so it's the first portion shooting game it looks like for me then they have uh, Remnant 2 which I was like oh yes <laughs> and that's coming out next month that's another one that's gonna be on my list to get um, basically it kind of reminds me of Dark Souls so that's that's kind of what that if you think about it it's kind of like that <laughs> in, a, in a sense um, they also showed off one a game that came and made through Akira Toriyama, which um, it's cool that he's still making games like this still. Um, so I'm always excited when he does stuff, anything when it comes to this. Uh, it's a new game that uh, I guess is coming out pretty soon. Um, definitely you can look at it. And it's actually he's they mentioned he was using Unreal Engine 5 as a new version of Unreal Engine and you can definitely tell by the whole gameplay look of it and it's all three-dimensional of course of course he's the same one that pretty much worked on a lot of stuff with Dragon Quest as well and so here's the latest title for that and it's called Sandland so I was like sweet 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 um, they show gameplay using a tank and you know having a human I guess with one of the was it a demon it looks like but then the demon happened to be, I think, a prince, I believe. And he's doing attacks kind of like some Dragon Ball Z type of style. I'm looking like this is sick. So there was no release date for it, but it gave out a lot of good impressions on this one. That's for sure. That's pretty cool. Then they have a game that's a game that I don't think anybody, again, not really expected. But this game is called Pow World. <laughs> it's said to be like Pokemon, but with guns. Could you imagine that, right? You know, imagine Pikachu holding one, holding a pistol. That's that's weird. <laughs> I guess they're doing that in this game here, where you guess I guess collect monster friends and then equip them with guns. So, yeah, that's that's the whole gist of this game, Pal World. Yeah, I was shocked. I had to replay that. I had to replay that trailer because I'm looking like these creature-like looking Pokemon holding guns. Interesting. A radical approach to that. I don't think I've ever seen any Pokemon who carried a gun. I don't think. Or used like a weapon-based form of it. I... No. No. Mm -mm. No. So, clearly you know this is a Nintendo. <laughs> but it's supposed to come out early next January as well. Um, they have showed off Lord of the Rings. Um, that's a new game. Return to Mora. Um, that's out coming out there in the fall of 2023. So that's that's one. Banishers Ghosts of New Aiden. Um, it's a new RPG game. Um, so that's that's there. That that's out there as well. Um I think it was a Life uh, Finger, the Time Shift Warrior. It's another hack and slash game. It looked pretty cool. Um, but that's coming out to PC later. Uh, Faye Farm gets a release date. So that's another one too. I think, what else I have? Uh, Thorn and Liberty is another one. Never heard of that one before. And they showed that trailer off and that's coming out there. They showed off more with Party Animals. Um, but that is coming out for Xbox and PC. And, uh, yeah. But then they made an announcement towards the end. Oh, and another one. There was John Carpenter's Toxic Commando never play that one but uh, that's coming out too as well as like another horror game uh, they showed off Star Trek Infinite so yeah look forward to that I think another one's supposed to come out I think I guess another full reveal is supposed to come out next week around the 16th so that's that's something to look forward to as well 
But then they had one game that I don't think anybody possibly, maybe, you know, it's one of those things with rumors and everything like that, was that um, they showed off a little bit of um, Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> um, they had, I guess, this mobile app that I think it shows off kind of like you're playing some of the games like you played in the remake and they have an app version of that as well that's coming out there so that's pretty pretty cool um just do a lot of stuff around with sephiroth and everything uh not playable i don't believe as sephiroth but yeah i guess it's just the lore around it i guess like like crisis before crisis i believe it was so like around roughly what crisis core is it's just a little bit with the app but then they showed off another trailer towards the end <laughs> where they showed off gameplay of a, of Final Fantasy VII Remake. But it's not Remake, it's Rebirth. And I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> you get the second part of the Remake trilogy of Final Fantasy VII in all its glory. Because keep in mind, the first one came out in 2020. It seemed so long ago, right, when this game came out. And even before that game came out, you know, the game was delayed and everything. But it was so hyped to see this game coming from Final Fantasy VII off of a PlayStation, right? To just, just, just simply just do a simple RPG-style kind of gameplay. But now it's open world and everything. It's continuing off from that. And I'm like, yes. So obviously the continuing off the storyline, all that jazz is going on with that. Um, you know, they're trying to go through Midgard and everything. You know, they saw Chocobos riding around and everything too. And then Sephiroth's return and everything. So, yep. And then Red X, Red, should I say 13, he gets to be a playable character. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> but it's coming out early next year. So that's going to be dope. Dope indeed. Um, it, it was funny because they mentioned... It comes out with two discs. So I'm like, two discs? That's that's interesting. They're coming out with two discs. So that's that's the whole gist of the game. And they, they showed it off with that. So it was pretty much like an hour and 40-some minute video of all this gameplay. So I know I just dumped a bunch of stuff up there. All the announcements, all the trailers, you can actually relook again. See them online. See them on YouTube. Go to different websites. They got all the clips. Um, and literally that that's a lot to take in right there between a lot of games that's coming out within the whole and from at least next week possibly maybe till the end of december to the beginning part of january where a lot of these games are going to be coming out now with final fantasy 7 no one like i brought up before i think that game if memory suits me here it was supposed to come out in march and then it got delayed to april of 2020 um, so since it said early next year, what could that be? Could it be around March? It could be. Um, again, we're talking Square Enix here, so anything goes. I'm not saying we should be used to them delaying games, because again, I know the quality that I would get from Square Enix. Sure, I will not back them up about Marvel's Avengers, because I don't know what happened with that, because <laughs> that game was a letdown. I mean, I can never forget it when I first picked up that game. Because I think the game came out the same time as Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Let's just say I enjoyed, obviously, Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake or remastered. And I finished it all <laughs> before <laughs> Avengers. Because I tried with that game and I'm like, nah, too many problems. And they had to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, uh, it was a letdown. It was sad. That, that, that kind of goes in the Hall of Shame a little bit to me. Um, for Square Enix, but other than that, I know the quality of their work is is huge. So I, I like what they do with, especially of course with Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. So that they, they got some good, they got some good stuff there as well. So I know I expect a lot from them from that. Um, other than that, that's about it. So of course, throughout the whole course of the week, I'm gonna have some more announcements. I'm, by the next time we talk, we're pretty much going to have a lot more information probably from a lot of these games because, of course, throughout this week, if we don't have any more surprise announcements, it's going to be showing off gameplay of exactly how these games are played other than the stuff that was shown to us on trailer. So, yeah, that's that's the whole gist of the, the, of the uh, gaming section of the podcast. So up next, we're going to talk a little bit of some sports, and we'll go from there. 
and we're back now on to sports um the <laughs> so we're talking about with the nba with the playoffs and the games from last time we talked about it at least happen to be talk about from sunday and wednesday game two and game three game two the heat happened to beat the nuggets at their home base and i was like ooh, they split <laughs> They split the game just like that. And so the score was 111 to 108. Came in there and and clutched up. Now, of course, I guess the Nuggets fell a certain way because came come game three, <laughs> going into Miami, it was 109 and 94. Yeah, uh, that was pretty rough. I mean, they were getting some bad calls on the Heat, to be honest with you, especially on Vincent. Uh, certain calls that, like, what could he have done? Um, so we don't know exactly how that all transcribed, um, but unfortunately it didn't work in their favor. So they play tonight, um, this evening around 8.30. What do I expect? I expect the Heat to kind of win because <laughs> I need to split this one as well. So it could be 2-2, two to two, and of course it's going to go back to Denver and um, possibly see what happens from there. It's going to be a little bit of a dogfight here, but they got to definitely take that win. Um, so then there was like some sprinkle of rumors here and this is just rumors, just, you know, some hot take here, you know what I'm saying? Hot, hot off the press kind of thing. I know Damian Lillard was asked, um, earlier in this week about, you know, I guess where would he have went or at least go to, he wants to go to if, you know, all else fails with the Blazers and things don't seem unfortunately to work out the way he did because at least i mean for a trooper like him he at least was sticking in with the blazers i mean they went to the western conference finals before and they haven't been there for at least a good couple years so you know there was there was there was hope but you know they he needs help he does he does um and i guess he happened to pinpoint sort of miami i mean he brought up new york which even for me if this was before jalen brunson i'd be like yes but seeing as how we all have played over with the Knicks, I'm like, eh, I wouldn't touch what we got going on. That's good. I would love to have him over there. Trust and believe. He would definitely fit right in. The Metro. The Mecca. But we got a good thing going right now. So, I mean, we'll work with what we got. But don't be surprised if there'd be some trade going down the line. You know what I'm saying? Miami? Him with Jimmy Buckets? Bam? possibilities maybe hmm? Hmm? I mean I could already pinpoint out who would probably get traded for, for him I mean they gotta ask for a lot to get to get Damian Lillard down there in Miami that would be sick that would be sick but anyway that's that's what I expect from the heat though for today is to possibly win this game they need to because if they go three and one going back to Denver that's tough my guy <laughs> so um yeah that, that's that's kind of how I see it with that. Transition over to the Mets. My Mets, you know, you know, it's it's been a little interestingly sort of. I don't know. I don't want to talk much about it, but it's been rough <laughs> since the last time we spoke about it. You know, they were going against the Blue Jays, and I was like, oh yeah, everything should be sweet against the Blue Jays. Friday last week, three and zero, two and one Saturday, six and four Sunday. And then we turn around when it gets the Braves. Yes, the ones that's leading in our division. Also got swept there too. It hurts. It does. I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back the tears as much as I possibly can with this one because it, it hurt my soul to see that this whole week we were struggling. Because Tuesday we lost to them, four to six. Wednesday, five to seven. And then yesterday was 10 and 13. By no means a blowout, but, you know, a loss is still a loss. <laughs> a loss is still a loss. And right now they're going against the Pirates. Right now is 2 to 10. Unfortunately, the ones that have two is the Mets. So they're going against them in the top of the fifth inning. Oh, boy. Now, of course, we have seen the Mets come back before in this type of predicament where they were down very, very low, and they came back and beat the team, right? Easily. Anything's possible. But we got to step it up. We can't We can't take this mediocrity. I mean, it was enough that we lost to the Blue Jays. But the Braves? 
Oh God. And thanks to all of that, it knocked us down a couple spots. Looking into the NL East right now, the Braves are leading 38-24. Where are my Mets at? Well, we're definitely below the 500 line as it is 30-33 as the record. We're behind two teams as we are the fourth team in the conference right now. Now we're a game behind the Phillies because they have 30-32. The Marlins oh, <laughs> are 35-28. They're second in that division. Again, there's plenty more games to come by, so I, I ain't stressing it. I'm not. I'm cool. But we got to step it up. We can't take this. We can't take this blow like this, man. It just, I mean, I mean, it's not the, what we could do with that. I mean, we, there's obviously stuff that we could have done, obviously. But sit there and you lost three straight games from the Blue Jays. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then you turn around and you lose like that with the Braves. I was like, dude, six games straight? Bruh, God, that is awful. And then now we're going against the Pirates, and we're sort of, sort of, maybe struggling. And they're kind of nice this season. I ain't going to lie. They're kind of nice. Uh, Pete Alonso did get hurt a little bit on the wrist of the game. And uh, this game, I think it was Wednesday, I believe. And he was up to bat. And it was within the beginning part of the inning. Even though we still lost, he happened to get hit on the left wrist. Now, right now, he came back negative, so we're pretty much good on that part. Um, he's one of our bigger hitters, so we definitely, uh, that's a great sign. <laughs> we can't afford to have any more people getting injured, let alone just be out in this predicament here. So that is great to know. Um, as for the NL Central, the Brewers are leading 34-29 in the record right now. <clears throat> behind the Pirates, behind them are the Pirates, 32-29. and 29. They're about a game behind. They got the Reds. That's 29-34, Cubs 26-36, and the Cardinals that are 26-37. And West, you got the Diamondbacks. I'm still shocked by this still that the Diamondbacks are leading above the Dodgers. Even though that is about a 1.5 game difference of 37-25, Dodgers are 36-27, Giants are 32-30, Padres are 29-33, and the Rockies 26-38. Moving on to the American League side of it, and there are probably even talk about the AL East because they're all still above. Whoa, wait. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and this is a little poke to the Boston Red Sox. Everybody but them are above 500. <laughs> As the Blue Jays, uh, not Blue Jays, excuse me, the uh, Rays, uh, they rhyme, right? Blue Jays, Rays. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Rays are 46 and 19. Orioles are 38 24. Yankees are 37 27. Blue Jays are 36 28. And the Red Sox are 31 32. Now, yes, that is, you know, a game from them being split to the 500 mark. And, but still, <clears throat> as of right now, it's uh, below 500. Sucks. Sucks. But that's an interesting competitive division right there. You could almost say anybody can probably possibly get out of that one. AL Central's the Twins leading right now. As they are doing with 31 and 32. Guardians are 29 and 33. White Sox are 28 and 36. Tigers are 26 and 34. And the Royals 18 and 44. And as for the AL West, you got the Rangers are still leading above the Astros as they are 40 and 21. Astros are 36 and 27. Angels are 34 and 30. Mariners are 30 and 31. And the Athletics 14 and 50. But it was interesting to hear, though, we hear some information about the athletics, as much we do poke fun at the athletics a little bit. They, I guess, is another team, just like what happened with the Oakland Raiders, that are now the Las Vegas Raiders, are now trying to make a move over to Las Vegas. So that's the second team from Oakland that just said, deuces. Maybe they need a new change of scenery, I guess. I don't know. I guess ever since they've been legalizing gambling like this, especially like sports betting, more or less, uh... They've been really embracing the whole thing with Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas is the spot to do it at, but, like, dang, they're moving these teams over there. Because, really, Las Vegas, other than the Las Vegas Aces, I think before at the time, hockey, they might have had a hockey Yeah, 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 they have a hockey team over there. Um, <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> I'm brain, brain farting here. Um, but, um, but in terms of, like, like say you know baseball and the football teams has been around for such a long time they've been over like i said those two specifically have been over there in oakland and then now they made their way to las vegas 
could we potentially see a NBA team come over there though? Yeah, you already got a WNBA, but now you might see an NBA team. I would like to see the Supersonics come back as a team and just be a brand new team, unless they make any other moves from a team that's going on currently right now. Of course, you know, as well as always, I want an NBA team here in Virginia Beach. We got the moves. It's still amazing at that time frame, and never forget it. All of us geeked about it. Was hearing when the Kings were trying to find a new spot, and I was like, the Kings? Even though they were still trash at that time, it didn't matter to me. It was the fact that there was an NBA team making a chance to come here as a spot? Because even if you didn't root for the Kings, right? Even though it probably would be hard not to because it's just like, you know, Virginia Beach Kings, you know, I can only imagine designs and stuff with that. That'd be pretty sick, actually, still. And of course, we also had a design logo for it, but the other teams that we can go against that come over here, right? Right? That's what I'm saying. Gosh. The dream's still alive, though. It's not dead. Slowly but surely, we will have one here. Darn it. We will. We will. I believe. As soon as we get our act together in terms of the budgets. <laughs> but anyway, um, that, that's interesting, though, to hear about that news. I I don't know how long that news has been out. I just happened to notice that over the week. I was like, hmm, okay, that's cool. I, I somehow just noticed that. But it's pretty sick. Good, good for them. Kudos to them. Um, but then also we're adding a little bit of some soccer news here, uh, to some football, should I say, um, the news broke out, um, about a big superstar football player by the name of Lionel Messi. Yes. And again, for those who don't know, I mean, I do follow soccer from time to time as well It's a joy to watch, trust and believe whether it's the MLS or in the European part, or the overseas, pretty much anyone overseas playing soccer. Um, but um, in this case here, especially what he was able to do, which, trust and believe when I say you missed out, if you missed the France and Argentina World Cup, oh my gosh, that was that was awesome. I mean, we were talking about that at the office. I was just like, bro, that is dope. <laughs> Like, we were just geeking out just about the soccers and everything, about the whole game that was going out there. I mean, seriously, went to a, a shootout. <laughs> so, I was like, yes. But for him, specifically, he is now making his way down to Miami. Inner Miami. Yep. Just like that. I mean, any other team he could have probably picked down there, but he said, no, nah, he's going down there to Inner Miami. Saying there was probably less demands going down into play over at the MLS and the Inter-Miami side than what he was at originally. <clears throat> and it was crazy to read about some of the storylines, right? Get this. So, you know, I haven't been to a soccer game. I'd like to go one one day. Uh, but for the tickets, right? From what I read from an article, um, I think this was through ESPN. Shout out to them. To the point that I sat there and I read on a sense that the tickets were 29 bucks. After this man made this move and announcement, it went from 29 bucks to at least $329. I was I had to do a double take because I'm like, do I see a three before that 29? You telling me it went up 300 bucks since this man made that announcement like that? Like tickets were just that cheap? Wow, that is insane. Because they, then again, I can't hate them for it. It's It goes back to even so much like gaming, producing and consuming, right? Producers know exactly what the consumers want, right? They want to see this game. Guess what? <laughs> this is how much you're going to have to pay to go over here. And consumers will cry, as should, yeah, because it's like, dang, why is it so expensive? But then if you want to see history in the making, you got to make the sacrifice sometimes. And people will go and do that. And I'm definitely trust and believe. And we're not even talking the tickets either. We're talking even in terms of like things like the jerseys, right? The jerseys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting the Inter-Miami jersey for him? <sighs> I can only imagine. And jerseys these days are expensive anyway. But that one? <laughs> That's going to be funny as well too. So, yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is that with, you know, with a team, because if I'm not mistaken, Inter-Miami, um, I, 
think the really last in the MLS table because they had, you know, they joined a team in need. So, <clears throat> you know, they were last. So, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting for him to make a transition from going over there where I know Barcelona was trying to probably pitch an idea to him to come over there. But, man. You know, he was already making about $45 million per year. You know what I'm saying? So for him to come and come down there, you know, you know, it says at least from what they were saying, from especially from Miami Herald, they were talking about at least 125 million and 150 million over the contract. So, which is like what two and a half years. So, yeah, bonuses and equity and all that stuff. This is just what I'm reading, <clears throat> at least from the article that I read from there because I jotted down some stuff from there, and I'm saying to myself. That's a lot of money right there. And then endorsements, I mean, dude, it's going to be insane. Um, because he, he's a fun he's a fun joy to watch out there, so, you know, when it comes to soccer. So, yeah. Yeah. So, definitely going to be very interesting. So, you definitely probably see a lot of it on ESPN and probably everywhere else, wherever they could probably show soccer. I know NBC does show off soccer, too, as well, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. You can definitely see him during the summer. So, Yep. That's that's gonna be pretty cool. So I just thought I would share that because I was like, that's a big, big deal right there. So you know, you're already gonna flood. It's already enough. Miami is already doing F1 uh, formula down there, which is a pretty good site to have it there too as well. It's always a joy to watch F1 as well too. But now they're getting somebody like him. There's a party down there in Miami, man. Phew. Even though Florida got its problems, but <laughs> they partying down there, so. Cheers to that. But that's about it for the sports section. Um, And that's pretty much about it for the podcast itself. So I want to say thank you all for listening, as always, to the podcast. Um, Appreciate y'all. And you guys have yourself a wonderful weekend. Uh, Stay safe out here within this air and space. And, uh, you know, mask up if you need to, especially up there in um, New York City. Shout out to y'all. Hopefully y'all doing all right with all this as it hopefully makes its way out. I mean, literally, they look like an, it's like an orange scene. It looks like, look like a cover from a mixtape. They showed like the Empire State Building, right, with the sun and all that stuff like that. It had like all the the orange smoke. It was kind of interesting. It was like the like the sun glaze of the sun through the smoke. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. But needless to say, <laughs> you guys have yourselves a great night, and I'll talk to y'all next time. All right, later. <laughs>